Long distance relationships are challenging for two primary reasons. Number one, your relationship isn't real until you're in the same city full time. And number two, you're not in the same city until someone is willing to move. This is why I don't recommend long distance relationships to my love you clients. But if you're going to do a long distance relationship like so many women do, here is the best way to make sure you make all the right decisions. Stick around. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You Podcast. Keep listening to learn seven tips to make a long distance relationship work. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship in which you feel safe, heard, and understood. Um, so I, I've i done long distance. Um, I know people have done long distance with success. I can never recommend it as a primary way to go about things. There's there's always going to be a better chance with someone in your city, however bad you think your city is. It's always easier to get something off the ground in your own city. But I know from having coached for 17 years now that people are going to do long distance no matter what I say. So if you're going to do it, here's how you do it. Seven quick tips. Number one, the guy should come to you first and stay in a hotel. You do not get on a plane to go visit a guy. The guy shows his investment in you by coming to visit you, respecting your need for distance by staying at a hotel. Whether he ends up staying in the hotel is a separate story, but that's the plan. You can't have a guy fly cross country and assume that he's just going to sleep in your bedroom. That puts a lot of pressure on that first date. So he comes to you, you don't go to him. Number two, once you've got something up and running, right, maybe, maybe even at the very beginning, you talk, not text, every night. So texting is easy. Lots of people have relationships that exist primarily in the form of texting. It's not a relationship. Uh, texting isn't a relationship. Texting isn't a real conversation. T texting is, I'm running five minutes late. Um, hey, sweetie, I can't wait to see you. That's what texting is. So if you're going to have a long distance relationship, it needs to go deeper because you're not around each other as much. You need to go deeper. You need to have real conversation. You need to get to know each other. Texting is not going to do the trick. So schedule time. My wife, when we were first dating, when we weren't long distance, she'd say to me, you know, after about a month, hey, Evan, uh, just give me a call when you go to sleep every night. That was our thing. I could call her whenever I wanted, whenever I was done with work. She'd always pick up the phone. We'd have great conversations. And that provides momentum and depth because distance kills momentum and depth. So you need to put in more energy at the beginning. You can think you're having a relationship by text. Uh, in my opinion, it's not enough to elevate it to a strong long distance relationship. Number three, if you can drive to each other, see each other every weekend if possible. If you have to fly, try to see each other every other weekend, money permitting. Um, lots of people maintain long distance relationships um, just based on the fact that they're lonely sad, feel their slim pickings in their area, and then they anchor onto someone and they text them every day and they may talk once a week, see each other once a month, something like that. It's a really, really low bar 
for what a relationship is. It's it's more like the ability to say you've got a a boyfriend rather than to have a boyfriend. It's like having a job, but you only go into the office once a week. So really within the, the, the structures of what's possible, you want to be all in on the relationship to make it as real as you possibly can for a relationship that exists um, from separate cities. So um, definitely make the effort to see each other every weekend if you could drive every other weekend if you have to fly. Number four, alternate between your homes so one person isn't the one who's always sacrificing. I see this kind of happen all the time where one person is always going to the other person and it feels a little bit imbalanced. And we could try to justify that. Maybe one person has all the money. That's a, that's a justification. Maybe one person um, has a really small place. Um, there's all sorts of reasons that you could compromise on this. I don't want to be too... Uh, uh, I don't want to make these rules into the Ten Commandments. They're not. But in general, relationships are about compromise. And it tends to work a lot better if you're alternating who's visiting each other instead of one person taking the sacrifice and leaving town every single time. That kind of thing is going to build up resentment eventually. Um, number five, try taking a week to live at each other's place to see how you get along in larger doses. Um, the hardest part about long distance relationships is that it feels like vacation love. Right, go on vacation. You meet someone special at the hotel. You have a great connection. It's like The Bachelor. Like it's it's exciting. It's fun. But taking a, a week, right? Taking quality time out, working remotely from someone else's house for a week for a month to see how you get along when you're together, living together, brushing teeth together, making little decisions, and in each other's space together that's a far better test of your relationship than whether you can, you know, flirt by, by Zoom, flirt by text, have good Zoom calls and have amazing sex. That, that's the surface part of a relationship. Number six, integrate with your friends and family instead of having a relationship separate from the rest of your life. That's one of the things that often happens to long distance relationships because they're not as real as the ones that are based at home where you see each other you know, three times a week and leave your weekends open for each other, um, the family and the friends never really get to be a part of it. They exist in almost a separate ecosystem because you're visiting him, he's visiting you, and you've got your little, your little love bubble that nobody's really privy to. So you could be deeply in love with someone that no one in your family knows, none of your friends actually know, and vice versa. So try to integrate that person into your life, A, because that's part of what love is, is, is in merging lives. And the other thing, it's also use, useful to get feedback from your friends and family about what they think of your partner. Uh, not that you should give that much primacy to what other people think, but I think sometimes that kind of stuff is relevant. And what you don't want to do is get engaged to someone that no one in your, in your life has ever met before. Make sense? And then finally, number seven, make a choice after about six months as to who is open to moving. Six months is a made up time frame. It's not like the right answer. The whole point is you need to be able to really say you're in love, really willing to sacrifice, really willing to push your chips into the middle of the table. And if you can't figure out in six months if one of you is willing to move, because neither of you is willing to move, but you want the other person to move for you, you might be at, a, at an impasse. You don't want to let this go for one year, two years, where you're just avoiding the topic about who's going to move. 
So it's the kind of topic that you deal with once it's kind of gotten real, right? And then someone has to express the intention and the willingness to take steps forward to make your integration, your real relationship in person into a reality. And so those seven steps, right, without having asked, are exactly what my sister did when she was living in New York and her long distance guy was in San Francisco. They dated for six months exactly this way, talking every night, flying back and forth every other weekend, alternating who went to whom, meeting each other's friends and family. My sister left New York, moved to be with her boyfriend after six months. They lived together for about two and a half years to see if it was real before they decided to get engaged. I officiated their wedding 12 years ago. That's right. I am a minister of the Universal Life Church. Give me a call. I'm even doing another wedding next year. Um, so to sum up, I don't recommend high-risk relationships. I don't really, I'm never going to endorse it. I also know that people are going to do what people are going to do. And if you're going to do a high-risk, high-reward, long-distance relationship, you'd be well-served to follow these seven rules to make sure you're making good decisions and that you're on the right track to ensure that if you're going to sink this kind of time into a relationship, that it is the best chance of succeeding. I really hope it works for you. Good luck. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thanks for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click on the subscribe button, ring the bell, and choose all to ensure you get notified when new content comes out. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please share an honest review on Apple right there in your app right now. Uh, more reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And of course, it feels really good to wake up to a nice review. And if you want to take this to the next level, if you want to apply these ideas to your real life and be part of a community, um, go to evanmarkcats.com. Watch my free video on how to gain confidence, attract quality men, and fix your broken man picker. And when you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other women in a community that helps you get the love that you deserve. You can have it. It can be yours. I look forward to seeing you in class. Take care. Bye-bye. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.